When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hill and I'm back after a week off for my birthday. Josh, you were glorious. That's very kind, but we missed you. No, you didn't. Tell us about your trip. Well, um, I went to New York City, um, which is my favourite place in the world. And There's nothing better, I'll just say this, there's nothing better than waking up in a, a lavish hotel room on the eve of your birthday... And watching Arsenal at 10 in the morning, you know, eventually winning. Which game was, was that? that did we win that game or did we draw that game? Again, what, the Europe, was it the European? No, it was the league game, the Huddersfield. last league game. Huddersfield. We won late on. We oh, won very well. late on, yes. Incredible. I knew something had happened like that. And by midday, you could get on with the rest <laughs> of the day. By midday, you could get on with the rest mm. of the day, you know, like breakfast, oh, it's brunch, whatever it is. It was, yeah, glorious. On the flip side, it could ruin your entire day. Yeah, but it didn't. Yeah, it would, <laughs> If I'd have gone this weekend, it would have ruined my entire Absolutely. day. Thank God my birthday was last weekend. That is the voice of Dean, mm. a.k.a. AFC Camden, a Twitter Arsenal Week phenomenon, because I always like to check how many followers you got, Dean, and you're currently up to 75.9 thousand, which is basically 76 thousand. Pretty it's much. Pretty good. Yeah. Slow Maybe. progress. I mean, hopefully 76 by the end of a few tweets from you and the Arsenal podcast. <laughs> I think in, a, in about 45 minutes' time. Well, when people listen to this, yeah, in a few hours' time, maybe. in a few hours' time, seventy-six, you'll be definitely. Um, and uh, we had a good trip. That's uh, that's amazing. I had a great trip. Thank <laughs> you very much. Yes, yes, it was good. Um, saw a lot. Uh, saw a lot of Arsenal um, wearing people. People wearing Arsenal colours. It was weird. Quite, yeah. Not with you watching the game. No, no, excuse me. People I didn't. No, 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 no. I mean, I walked past the what's it called, the blind pig. pig I didn't go in. I walked past. <laughs> Just to check I mean, it out actually, from outside. No, because it was near where I was staying anyway. You in, didn't in fancy the, it at 10 in the morning. No, I'd rather, you know, watch it, yeah. Did you get the American coverage then? Was it NBC? Yeah, the American coverage. It's good. good. It's, I, think it's, I think it's solid. Much better than it used to be on Fox. It used to be on Fox and NBC have got it now. Arlo White does it. Yeah. Um, he's Rebecca great. Rebecca Lowe in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's really good. 
Um, no, I, was, I thought it was good, the coverage. Yeah, really good. Um, Arlo White's great. I used, to, I used to work with Arlo White in, back in the day. He used to be doing the sports news on Five Live when he used to be on every single week with Simon Mayer. Wow. So, yeah, I'll speak to him every now and then. And it was a Saturday 3 o'clock game that you could watch yeah, on I TV. Yeah, brilliant. It's almost worth moving to America to be able to watch the Saturday 3 o'clock kickoffs. <laughs> Apart from the fact you have a lovely club-level season ticket, which That's entitles true. you You're to right, watch yeah. It. It's more exciting if it's an away Saturday kickoff, yes. yeah, than, than yeah, yeah, not going home. Did you go to the Carabao game last Thursday? I have to confess I didn't, No. I meant to, but it was the night before I was flying, so in, early in the morning, so I kind of ducked out of that one, yeah. And, then, and I could sense, I felt like it was going to be a really unbelievably boring game, and it was, wasn't it? Did you go to I mean, I, Thursday? Yeah. Dean shaking his head. I, I went on behalf of all three of us. Well done. It was one of those right? games where you, you could decide to go and sit where you want. I mean, mm. we'll get on to Southampton briefly, but yeah. I mean, yeah, getting out of the way, it was one of the coldest, drabbest nights I've had at oh, yeah, the Emirates today. It was really today. cold, wasn't it? I yeah, don't know, did they cold. announce an attendance? I don't think they do anymore, do they? At all. I, I mean, with I feel we're like maybe, the only club in the world that doesn't ever announce the attendance. Maybe twenty thousand, and that yeah. might be doing. There were just you could choose your row. I actually took the liberty of doing that. I took my fourteen-year-old cousin. He doesn't get to go so often. Nice. I took him there. I thought, well, well, no, we're not going to sit in the in the back row of a lower tier in the corner. We will walk upstairs, find yeah. the halfway line, yeah, find about the fourth row, and sit ourselves down. And we oh, did. Coming. So, yeah, oh, it so might have been like a crap a, game. We had a beautiful view, glorious view. Hmm. I watched it on. Uh, I watched it on um, BT Sport. Obviously, I can't remember anything about it now. Even yeah. like it was only about two weeks ago. Oh, wait, eight, ten no, days not, ago. three ten, days three ago. Da- was, three was days ago. No, no, no. I'm talking about the the uh, the. Uh, the I think you've got confused. You're talking about the Vauxhall game. Yeah. Uh, you're, oh yeah. Carabao was three days ago. Carabao on Thursday yeah. night. Right, right, right. Which yeah. I presume you also didn't attend. No. Probably something showbiz. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, Christmas I was doing something showbiz. Season, I was doing something easy. showbiz. Yeah, I was back up to host a Agatha Christie Q and A. Yeah, Agatha Christie, new Agatha with John Malkovich. New Agatha Christie. Yeah, the new Agatha Christie. Uh, I mean, obviously, she's not the new book adaptation of her <laughs> yeah, old book. It's going to say amazing. Yeah, new Agatha Christie with, book's coming out. I, I might have had to interview uh, uh, John Malkovich. Yeah, so I, so I ducked out of that one as well. God, it's okay. all. It's all well, yeah, it's now. all merged. It's so many games, which is so many point games. Which we'll come on to yeah. so many games. We've got a set aside. This is how we should say this is our final podcast of the year, 2018. So you'll be talking about your favourite moment of 2018 and what you're hoping for in 2019. Yeah, I fear I know what your favourite <laughs> moment in 2018 was, having done this podcast with you for now six years, what you finally might have got your wish in 2018. Maybe, here we are. Yeah. Maybe. We can talk about that more openly, yeah, because I always feel guilty these days, as people often say on, you know, when everyone ends up bringing up, looking at everything through the, through the lens of Wenger. But we can, in our final end of year podcast, talk about it freely and openly. All views welcome. Um, <laughs> But it is our last one there. And we've got to set aside a lot of time for predictions because we've got about how many matches to predict? I think six. Six. Get I ready, don't know Dean. if we need to predict. We can I do think one we need to predict all of them. <laughs> one by one. Religiously need to predict all of them. But this is all stuff and nonsense because let's face the fact that we have yeah. our 22 match unbeaten run has come to an ignominious end, Dean. Now, on um, Josh's notes, he says, was it our worst performance of the season? Now... It's a contender, isn't it? I don't feel it was, maybe. I feel like, I don't know, I'm trying to think. Wasn't there one? Uh, my memory is so terrible. I mean, literally, can be- yeah, I, actually, I mean, I've already remember, proved yeah. I could barely remember what happened a week ago. <laughs> yeah. um, but I feel in, in the midst of time, I feel there, was a, there were a couple of terrible performances. I mean, it was bad, defensively. Right, let's start with, could anyone believe, Dean, that when, you're, when you've run out of central defenders due to injury suspension, that you maintain a three at the pack? Yeah. system which you've only brought in, in about what a month ago or whatever and put Xhaka 
in there. I, I have to say, I mean, I'm, I've said before that his team selections, no one in, in the world would ever predict hardly from week to week who he's going to pick. I was particularly struck dumb by that decision. And I felt it did, I mean, usually gets, he's obviously he's got away with it for 22 games, but that was like, what is he, why not just play four at the back with two, with two recognised actual, actual central defence? Why get Xhaka? I mean, he wasn't great, you know, was he, when he played fullback? back we didn't even have two central defenders to play. No, I mean, well, Lichtsteiner. Okay. All right, but even but Lichtsteiner could. He's played there before. Isn't I he? feel Nothing. three central defenders, and I want to hear what Dean thinks. Was going to be. <laughs> well, I asked acceptable. Dean, and you jumped in. I've jumped in. <laughs> was going to be acceptable until the moment Kalasinac had to pull out the game with a thigh injury because Monreal has yeah. played a lot of Premier League games as centre back or part of that, so that became an option. As soon as Kalasinac had to go out of the team and you had to push Monreal onto to left back then it became a nonsense to try and go with yeah. that. Or you play Maitland-Niles as a left wing back and you stick with Monreal. But to bring Xhaka in there, he's been good this season in the role he's been. I couldn't understand it. Dean? Interesting points. I think it kind of made sense in one way because using I haven't got two you know, recognisable centre-halves. So what I'm going to try and do is mitigate a bit of risk and I'm going to play free at the back to try and um, mm. uh, yeah, mitigate that risk of not having to you know, recognise centre-halves. But equally, um, understand that the injury to Kolasinac was quite early in the training session. It was more a tightness, muscle tightness. He came in in the morning and um, they prepared for the game on the basis of Xhaka playing at centre-back. So it was pre-planned, you know, something that they had in mind. Mm. <laughs> um, one thing I will say is Emery's, you know, he's got a lot of praise recently for making good changes at half-time. You know, changing the game when he sees it's not yeah. going in the correct manner that he wants or that we want as a team. But isn't there an argument to say, mm, surely we should be getting the starting lineup right first time? You know, we've not led a game in the Premier League at half time, which is you know a bit of an issue. And I think we ran out of luck on, yeah. on Sunday. The fact that we didn't have established centre halves meant you know we were going to concede goals and we conceded three. And on this occasion, it was you know too big of a mountain to climb. I, I, I think it's a huge issue that he has to be picked up on to go this long without leading at half-time because no other Premier League team would, would go through this kind of form. Uh, forget a team that's you know seen as an established top six side. I can't decide, but I was really... We just mentioned before we came on air, it's the first time I've been really upset about an Arsenal defeat in ages because last year, even with all those crap defeats away from home, you sort of got used to it and you semi-expected yeah, it and we it, couldn't yeah. win away. This year, this weekend, it frustrated me. The, the, the argument for him is you think about all the centre-backs that should have been ahead of him and, and there's a lot isn't there I mean Mustafi um, and Socrates obviously suspended Rob Holding with a huge injury only 10 days ago you know that Man United game yeah. Mavropanos is out yeah. you know in, in a normal situation with Kalasinac fit Monreal would have been able to go in so suddenly you're dealing with potentially you're, you're down to your 7th 8th option to play Xhaka as your centre back yeah. and unfortunately no Premier League team can really get away with that um, but if you don't have the position of players to play in those positions, I find it odd that you wouldn't just go right. Let's stick as many, you know, round pegs in, in round holes or yeah. the expression to you know yeah. put Beller in, put Monreal, Lichtsteiner, Koscielny, and, and let's not forget if everyone was fit, Koscielny would not be playing. Yeah. He wouldn't have been rushed no, back yeah, for this yeah, game yeah. after eight months. So and he looked like a player who'd been rushed back. Very of course, rusty. I mean rusty. I mean, he looked delighted. He's obviously the Arsenal made that little documentary. I don't know yeah, if you've seen it. Oh, incredible! Really good. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, it made me delighted for him that he's yeah. back. But I, 
at, not at the expense of mm. Arsenal conceding three he- with first Premier League team to concede three headed goals for about two years in a Premier League game. Really good start. Definitely awesome. the first Premier League team to concede the goals to Southampton. What's this with I mean, Charlie Austin as well? Suddenly, we, every we, game. We made Southampton like world beating. Um, Their first home win of 2018. Forget this season, 2018. Yeah. I mean, on the to, to mit, on the on the mitigating side. Yeah. Um, new manager effect. Clearly, yeah. No, come on. I mean, it does have a massive. Maybe effect, it's just a not Mark Hughes effect. I mean, the, well, hmm. t- certainly the not Mark Hughes effect. This, this guy looks. You know, he's already he got them. You know, he, what, he bought. Didn't he buy a free drink for every Southampton fan or something? That was a good PR move. A free beer for good the Southampton PR move. fans. The atmosphere was great for them. Do you think from the beer? From the beer, of course. They get half the half cut. They're all overexcited. They've got the new manager. Um, we completely running out of defenders. From now, he could. I think. I do think that team section was just absolutely demented. I have to say, and I, and, I, and I think first of all, two things. One, I, one. I think he just should have played a back four. Particularly, get you're playing Southampton as well. Like for me, the whole three at the back thing. Kind of worked well against kind of actually big teams, didn't it? When was, what was the first? Well, we game? did it. At- uh, well, we did it at Old Trafford two yeah. days ago, but we did it against Liverpool, did we? Liverpool, at home, yeah. I think. Against Spurs. Spurs, right. Now, for me, like that makes yeah. sense. But for, against Southampton... Who are, know, who are next to bottom, next second to bottom, bottom, haven't won at home all year. We, I felt that was a match where we should have taken control and, and played Lacazette for a start. Like I know I, I used to... I, I recanted my Just Play Your Best Players theme when he... When he dropped Lacazette a few weeks ago, and we played brilliantly in the, you know, and we, you know, and and he kind of he showed that actually the formation can be more important. But this kind of game, I feel Lacazette's got to play, isn't he? Like almost. I think he's got to say where he loves having it having Lacazette on the bench and we, we got this yeah. indicator on Thursday because much as I know you were busy talking to Agatha Christie on Thursday <laughs> night Lacazette was, the, was playing up front oh, scoring, the, scoring the goal so hang on it was a massive sign going well I'm not playing Sunday yeah of course and yeah. that was a worry at the time yeah. that that's like your was play. so these decisions Dean I guess you have to do, do you say yeah because your point you, you, made, you made which is you know do we we hail him for the half-time decisiveness. And again, he brought on Lacazette at half-time. Good. But, yeah, but Neil, him... you or I would have brought on Lacazette at half-time. Well, I'm not sure if Wenger would. I mean, you know, you, you or I would have done, but we'll get to that. <laughs> Wenger probably wouldn't have done. Normal people, decisive people, yeah. But he's well, now this half-time decisive. sub is, is every week. It's half-time sub <laughs> you know, every people week. took the piss, Wenger made a sub every yeah. 65, yeah. 70 yeah. minutes. His substitutions yeah. every 45 the minutes. The only surprise is that he didn't make two substitutions at half-time. But um, he should have played Lacazette from the start. But I agree, I think... He's, there's definitely like something weird about, isn't there? About, and I did wonder is whether he is looking at. He likes the idea of bringing on. It can't people. be comforting for players either that they feel that there's quite a good chance they're going to get hooked at half time. But sort of pressure on you for that first forty five minutes to sort of know that yeah. you're the most likely, especially for probably yeah, say a Wobi. You know, obviously Bellerin got injured, so there was a, a tactical substitution. But you know, if, if you're playing basically a Wobi Mkhitaryan, anyone who's playing those two sort of wider forward roles. If it's not going right after 45 minutes, you're getting hooked. That's what it's become. Yeah. Well, I feel like Iwobi can't come. I feel like Iwobi, we should talk about a couple of specific players. So Iwobi, I feel there's like after his brief period of, I'm not, I'm not you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm low, I'm not that loath, but I'm semi loath to slag off young individual players. But I feel like after he, the progress he'd made, I feel like he's now reverted to old school Iwobi where there's a lot of, you know, kind of he does some nice tricky things and then there's no end product. Yeah, it's a huge issue for Iwobi. Um, a few fancy tricks but you, he's becoming predictable as a player yeah. and teams will pick up on that they know what he's going to do he's going to cut back but coming back to the issue of um, Emery I just don't think he knows his best team Obviously, well, clearly on, not no. on the weekend we had issues with centre-backs which are you know his hand was forced slightly in terms of the team that he played 
But even from an attacking perspective, you know, he's chopping and changing quite often. And, you know, players need that continuity. They need to be playing mm. every game. They need to know they're playing every game, mm. especially a striker. Gives them confidence that they're going to go and score goals. And, you know, Lacazette for me, I know Aubameyang's got more goals than Lacazette, but you know, I've been more impressed with Lacazette's performances than Aubameyang. Yeah. Um, he totally, holds the ball yeah, up well. He knits the play fantastically. Yeah. He's a bit of a fighter. Really good in the air as well. You know, yeah. he wins a ton of flick-ons. Um, so I would all, pers- yeah. Absolutely. His ball retention is terrific. It yeah. brings yeah. others into on, play. First on the team sheet for me. Yeah. Agreed. I but also I don't be. see why, you know, he could have played in that wide position. Playing both in, together. In yeah. the, playing both together, do that as, as well. Maybe but, because of the injury to Welbeck, he's thinking, I need to keep something in reserve. I can't afford to lose him. I think it's so, a realise how unlucky point. we've been this season huh? with injuries. Oh, it's terrible. I think that's a really good point you just made about that he's thinking about, though I feel like he's thinking about, oh, I can't can't get this player. I've got to be careful with these players. I've got to, I've got to be careful keep them in reserve. I've got so many games coming. So I think he's caught, isn't he, between on the, and, and, and squad rotation and keeping them. But that's clearly that. I mean, we've got so many injuries that so that's just it's not working now. So I feel now, you know, squad rotation on the one hand it makes sense, yeah. but as you say on the other, hand, I feel it doesn't make sense to play Lacazette in the in the Europa. Which is a completely, you know, it's a dead rubber, dead the rubber. biggest dead rubber, and he doesn't need game time. And we like need, I get the argument yeah. for Koscielny, no. anyone else coming back from injury, but Lacazette to sort of be put out of the front. Let Enketia play up front with John Jules or whoever the young yeah. striker was on yeah. the bench. That was so I mean, going to be that cold and that bored anyway. I'm very <laughs> yeah. happy to see some 17 year olds just, yeah. you know, have a go. And he's still doing the thing, isn't he? Where um, he his post match interviews, you just don't, there's nothing, he just doesn't say anything. I watched it again yesterday after the defeat, and he kind of. Said, Said, I think he said both that he said apart, he said Southampton deserved the win, which I guess they did. But we could have easily, having said that, won that game if, if you know a couple of chances. Um, like in fact, um, Aubameyang had a really good chance, didn't he? That he could kind of kick straight at the keeper yeah. um, after five minutes. Yeah, but another one he had. Uh, he had a couple of chances. Second like, half, second yeah, half, second half, half just after we, we went back to two. Yeah, two, right. Had yeah, a there's a chance. It won't be. Blaze one oh, over yeah. when Abamia uh, yeah. had laid it off for yeah. him. So even though we were bad, it wasn't one. We had one chances. Of, we still had chances. I think could... you made a good point earlier. You know, we should have just taken you know the impetus and just went and went to that game and said we're going to play our best players and our forwards and we're going to outscore you. You know, we yeah. haven't got defenders, right. but we're going to outscore you. Yeah. It's the outscoring, um, right? Exactly. That's exactly my point. I feel like we've got to go now. Now, since we have no defenders yeah. and there's no and we've been we're, our defense is shocking. We're all, what the second highest goal scorers in the league, I think. So clearly, we're good at scoring goals. We've got these. We've got better Lacazette and Aubameyang for me, and and the other ones that are contributing like Torreira. We've got as many, if not more, goal scorers than most teams. You know, even including I'm, I'm saying Jesus suddenly come good for City after being a bit shit for a couple of games, and yet I think you've got to play to that strength, haven't you? So because we're ne- we're always going to concede, aren't we? We've got all those defenders have got mistakes in them, and and Leno. We should talk about Leno's mistake. I think all the defenders. I do also think it's if you'd have gone like. Six weeks ago, what are the chances on this being a back five that we have to put together? You'd have been so incredibly unlucky. So, sort of willing to allow him this one. Gladly, Socrates is is only a one game suspension. Um, Mustafi's injury is very short term. Hopefully, Klazen that year's Bellerin obviously went off injured as well, which yeah. we mentioned, which is supposedly only going to be a couple of weeks, although it doesn't seem quite clear. Well, that's still a blow, time, though, isn't it? Terrible, huge like... blow. Um, and which means obviously. Probably Lichtsteiner is, is the one that sort of goes out. Let's not forget, you know, between Lichtsteiner's 34, mm-hmm. I think it's probably safe to say his best years are behind him. Absolutely. I think it's he was supposed to be a sort of bit part squad mm-hmm. player this year, yeah. do his bit on the bench when we're beating Spurs and he can only get involved in the punch-up on the touchline, no problem. But to have him, a 34-year-old, um, 
a 33-year-old Koscielny who's back after eight months and his only run-out was against Karabakh, where I think I'd have slotted in centre-defence and it wouldn't have been that much different. <laughs> and Granit Xhaka, who definitely doesn't want to be playing there. It was just a, a, yeah. a difficult day. Yeah. And a huge blow in the in the top four, especially with Spurs scoring a 91st-minute winner. Chelsea oh, getting yeah, that was so annoying. At Brighton. Yeah. It's a, it's a it huge a dent in our top four hopes. <clears throat> it's going to be tough. But I still, it's early days, isn't it? I still, I still think Spurs have got, you know... I mean, it's not so long ago. We easily beat them 4-2. Let's, let's not forget that. And... And probably I, look a bit foolish for the over-celebration, potentially, yeah. in the change no, room from it's that. Fine. I don't, I don't, I don't I have no problem with the over-celebration. Well, thank God we did beat them, because, you know, the gap would be <laughs> yeah. even bigger. Oh, completely, yeah. But I still feel they've got... They've got they're not going to win every game. They've got, they've got games they're going to lose. Yeah, I, still, I still think we've got top four. I'm not, you know, entirely disheartened about that. Yeah. But... The injuries and the and the team selections are away because now that this has happened, I feel like I feel like almost like the, the twenty two games where we could not go into half time winning mm-hmm. and the weird team selections and the sorting it out at half time is all he's kind of got away with for twenty two games. Much as I love him, and now I feel like oh god, now who knows what's going to happen? It was a false economy that twenty two game unbeaten run. We were not worthy of that. I think we could have lost multiple times, and mm. we you know we got ourselves out of out of jail a few times in the second half of games. I think realistically, I think I came on here a few months back and I said, this season's a bit of a free hit. And what's happened with that long unbeaten run, it's sort of you know, increased expectations. You know, Everyone thinks we're going to get in the top four now as a result. And I think there's still a chance. Yeah. But realistically, he's probably got, I'd say, six or seven players that he doesn't want to be part of his squad that he has to play week in, week out. Um, and getting into the top four with players he doesn't want in a system he really doesn't know works that well right now is going to be difficult you know Tottenham they've played together pretty much year in year out Chelsea have invested in their team extensively over the years and then obviously you've got Liverpool and Man City who are just miles ahead of the pack right now so um, I think realistically if we can finish top fifth no top six you know fifth or sixth I think, I think it's a good season I mean we're going to I cruise think... to fifth let's be honest let's be honest Man United that shit Seven. this season <laughs> I still I know I, eight I points it. behind us I know Manchester United the team that we have grown up with in this I know yeah. after 17 games their goal difference is zero that, that's what we're dealing with now we're dealing with a Manchester United side it's who've incredible. got Paul Pogba eight million pounds on the bench the whole thing's a joke we're going to finish fifth this season is, is the most likely scenario I hope so <laughs> I, yeah. That's why I mean Wednesday. But things, these things change. We have to be careful though because they do change quickly. United could put a run together, especially over it, Christmas. Yeah, let's not be cocky. Games. Exactly, let's not be cocky about. It. We've got to play Liverpool. We've got to play Liverpool away. Think, you know, in a few after the Christmas period, exactly. A lot of things could have changed. I mean, I, I still, I, I think, I absolutely think that I don't, the, the fourth place. I think Spurs, Chelsea, don't us, Spurs have played ten games away from home, home this season. Right, so, you know, compared to, you know, R8, they've only had seven of their fixtures at home or at Wembley, um, whichever way you want to look at it. Depends on the impact. So they're actually outperforming. Not only are they already, you know, third and five points clear, the expectation would be obviously you take more points from your home games than you do from your away. That that probably will will build, which I think is going to be really tough um, to catch either Chelsea or Spurs. Which is why I just want us to go, you know, I saw Tim Stillman had a bit of Twitter interaction with him and I, I love Tim, I think he's great, talking about the... You know how hard do we go on Wednesday night against? Spurs? Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so he controversially. Uh, well, he just suggested the worst. Suggested. It might not be the. I understand he's not yeah. making it. I totally get his point. He said it might not be the worst thing that we end up, you know, going out on penalties and not losing mm. too much sort of pride on Wednesday night because of it will mean two semi-finals in January at a time where the Europa League is about to sort of return 
And obviously, every game in the Premier League is going to be absolutely huge for top four. And we go to Blackpool in the FA Cup, so there's an expectation we'll go through. So it would create an incredibly busy period at a time where the squad currently is looking quite thin. Although, you know, it might look differently in five or six weeks' mm. times if, you know, players come back from injury and we don't pick up any more. Uh, but personally, I just think, you know, any chance to, to get to Wembley to win a trophy, given yeah. with, you, you know, we're not it. in a title race. Well, I think it's we're in more. A tough race with fourth, that's it. Yeah, I, I feel I I I I saw his point. Yeah, and I th- I, and see I, the point, but... I I feel like if it wasn't also it's Spurs, so you want you, I think I can't conceive of not definitely wanting to beat Spurs. You have to beat Spurs. Spurs Second, yeah, you sold have to beat Spurs. out, sold out just about. Yeah, <laughs> only just. Yeah, in the so last he, he did say. Did you? He did say. He said like you know if we if we lost them on penalties, then yeah. you wouldn't. There's no embarrassment there, which is true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I don't so want to get beat three point, nil. Yeah, you don't want to get you don't want to get easily beaten, especially yeah. you know because we're still. I'm still riding the wave <laughs> of joy of beating we'll be them so them. brilliantly for two, but and I'm not that. I have to admit, I'm I'm never that bothered about this cup. The the Carabao Cup is the least, you know, it is a load of old shit, isn't it? And you know, you can kind of. And his other point was that City should obviously win it in theory, hands down. But great, I still just I do disagree with him in that I still think I, st- I still think one of um, one of Emery's best qualities is. The way he's his kind of his selections for the these cups, like you know, he's still our performance in Europa has been like almost like frictionless, isn't it? Like with whatever team, whoever is selected, it's been absolutely fine, and we've yeah. kind of breezed through that. And I feel like we've kind of breezed through this cup as well. Yeah, and so I feel like he will come up with whatever mix of players he can find against Spurs to. I, I you know, I'm, I'm weirdly confident that we will win that game. I don't know why. Yeah. But I'm not so confident about the we'll league games. We'll be favourites for, yeah. for the cup time. I worry more about the league games. So I'll be, I'll be absolutely, I'll be very pleasantly surprised. I'll be, I'll enjoy the idea of another day out of Wembley in this cup. But it's, I'm more excited, I'm more, definitely more excited and more, uh, I think it's more important to finish in the top four. Realist- That'll be amazing and a brilliant achievement. Realistically, if you take a step back, do you think we are top four quality looking at the other teams? Just to I clarify, can- you're going you're to be very excited about the top four that <laughs> yeah. Arsene Wenger achieved year after year after year after year. And but the- not in the last couple of years. All right, but you would be mixed too about Wenger Let while he was doing you. this top four thing. If we do finish the top four, that'll be a massive, incredible, extraordinary improvement on the last two but couple of years. Do you think we extraordinary achievement? I don't think, it I will don't be think, an achievement. To answer Dean's question, I don't think we're I think enough. we are good enough to finish the top four. Okay. Because I, I feel, I think United, I think, sorry, City and Liverpool are in a class of their own. But I don't feel there's a huge difference. I, know, I feel Spurs are overrated to the extent that, and I'm not just saying it because they're Spurs. I, I, I just, I, I watched, like, they were, te- they were shit, you know, the weekend. And they, they got that. That was almost recent Arsenal-esque result. Yep. The only thing we would do, pluck, literally injury time goal out of nothing. Mm. And they were they were mediocre against a, you know a fairly mediocre side. I think they're overrated. I think the whole. If you're thing... saying they're overrated, what about us? What, no, we, no, we've been one... played off the park by like oh, yeah, Watford, same. Everton, West Ham. They've all come to the Emirates. Probably should have taken hey, more than what they hey, got. You know, we've I been we've this. outperformed. Forget them outperforming. But I think all I think us Chelsea and I know Chelsea won at the weekend. But you know. Brighton got a goal back. I think us Chelsea and Spurs are much of a muchness. Muchness, I really do. Yeah. I don't think there's a huge amount of difference. I think we've got. I, f- I look at um, Chelsea. I think we've got much better strikers. I mean, they're relying on fucking Giroud to come on. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and not, he's not even being picked in. You know, t- to play anyway. Um, I feel like we can definitely beat those teams. We've pr- proven recently we, we, we can we, we've beaten Spurs. So I, I so I think we're good enough in the sense that I think Spurs, us, and Chelsea were all good enough to be in the top four. And I think it's going to come down to the wires. So which of us does actually finish mm. the top four? If you look at both of them, and 
I think the issue for us is not so much offensively. I think from the offensive oh, perspective, defensively we are similar. We are, but yeah. defensively, we are just a shambles in comparison to both of them. We concede so many chances <laughs> per game. Yeah. Um, and you, you mentioned a couple of games there where we could have easily been 2-0 down before yeah. half-time um, and we were lucky to come back in the second half. So I think, realistically, until we sort out the defence, you know, I don't think we are going to get into the top four, which is fine. I think Emery needs a couple more windows to get the defenders that he wants um, in position. And then I think from next season, realistically, we should be expecting top four yeah. based on a couple of good transfer windows. But if we get it this year, fantastic. But I'm oh, not, I'm not expecting it yeah, at all. I'm, I'm more like, it. I just think it's the, it's the way of this season and, the, and those three teams. Yeah. Regardless. With United uh, yeah. in behind doing really badly, as you pointed out, that we could feasibly finish the top four. I don't feel it's in any way impossible. Even with Emery not being able to bring in all these players that he wants to bring in yet, you know, he's got... Five new players at the club under you know that came in over the summer who all have all been featuring heavily. Yeah. Just despite him not bringing as many players as he might want defensively, there has got to be an argument that we should have been playing better than we have been. As a manager, is he not being able to get that unit to play better? Why have we looked so frail defensively against so many teams in different uh, styles? No, I think that's harsh. I think we've played well. I, I think we've played. I think we've been I think better we've going been, forward this season, but we're better going forward. We've been, we've been poor. I don't think we've been worse though defensively. Mm. I feel like you're easy. People, you know, I think we've let in more goals than we'd like to, but I still think like. In, in a lot of games, we look more solid. In a lot of, we never, we don't look like capitulating and losing to any team three in the or big four games. nil. In the big games, in we the look, big games, we look, we look more, so, we look more solid. You know, the, the, this this loss was with this. You know, with all, half of our, well, practically every, all of our defenders yeah. injured. So you can't. I think you can't. Blame, I think he's actually done remarkably well not, considering these Listen. are. He's been lumbered with a bunch of shocking defenders who we should have improved upon years ago. I don't, I don't want to go overboard here because it is one fear and I mentioned that it's probably a sixth, seventh choice centre-backs having to play and whoever you are that's going to be difficult. Even Man City if they really had to get down to their yeah. sixth, seventh choice centre-backs it's going to be a problem. I mean, Spurs but there have, have been a number of home this, this is all, you know, this, this wasn't completely out of the blue. You know, there have been a number of you know, fixtures. They say Palace away. You know, there's a number of fixtures this season where you go, we've got it and that's why Dee mentioned about this, this run has been a slightly false impression no, that we've managed course, to do but it. But there's a difference between that run being a slightly false um, reflection of how we've played and, and, and you're saying, you know, he's not been getting these, shouldn't he been getting these players to play better? I think he's done an absolutely as good a job as you could possibly hope for in getting this bunch of players, I as Dean said, including chances. seven or eight players yeah. in the squad who he just clearly would get rid of if he could. <laughs> And you know, I think he's done a great job. I think, I think, I think you know, I'm, 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 I'm criticising him about team selection and things like that. And I agree that he doesn't know his best team. Yeah. But where he's got us, 22 matches unbeaten. You know, even including the fact that we've been lucky in that run is an incredible achievement. I agree with you both. Actually, I think as an argument to say, should we should we be playing better? Yes, I think should we be more sound defensively after you know six months? Yes, but then equally to go on a 22 game unbeaten run, which has been a bit of a false economy. It's still a good achievement, right? And yeah. what I'm happy about is bought him time. Yeah. Um, because what we didn't want was to be like having a situation where he'd lost a few games and the fans were on his back and, and everybody was questioning the decision. Now what he's done with this run, we're in contention, we've qualified in the Europa League, yeah. we've got Spurs in the quarterfinal, nobody's talking about his future. Everybody's just right. thinking, right, exactly. we need to give yeah. him time to come in and make a change. Yeah. So um, I kind of agree with you both. I think I'm a bit of it. In between, you know, I think he's done well, not amazing. I don't think he's done horrendously, could have done better. So, yeah, I think at the end of the season, we take stock. If we get top four, fantastic. But realistically, top five, Europa League, you know, last four into yeah. into a final at Wembley, that'd be great. But I think, at, I think at, 
you know, at our best, the, the, the way he's got us playing is pretty incredible. Yeah, Liverpool at home and Spurs yeah. at home, we were great. Yeah. Like, two really good performances. Yeah, and there's a certain... And I still... And I, know, I think you have to rule out that, you know, this defeat because of the... When, when, the, when he's had his fit defenders... It's been coming, though. It's been coming, this no, defeat. No, I know, I know. I know. But what I mean is, I still think there's, a, there's more of a solidity yeah. about the whole team. So I feel like, you know, you watch them and they get back into position and they know where they should be playing, roughly. Yeah. If he doesn't have... If he's not suddenly got, you know, one defender to pick from, one, yeah. you know, when he's, got, when he's got a fit group of players, mm. then I think they're a unit, they're an identifiable unit with, an, with a, a style of play that's very attractive and they can defend as a unit better, even though we've let in too many goals. But do you know what I think about def- defenders now? I look at... I mean, every team, even City, you know, every team... It's point, if you watch Match of the Day, you know, it's like they're constantly pointing out how terrible defending is in this, in this league. And I don't know if we're that much worse. So bearing in mind the, the players he's lumbered with, and I do, you know, if we go out and buy, apart from Liverpool, right? So that's the model, isn't it? You go out and you spend 75, 80 million on one of the best defenders you could possibly get. Well, they spent and everyone was saying that player stats. is going to... Yeah. But let me just finish my point. That's, that, that's the, only, the, only, the only team that's really transformed their defence is Liverpool in that way. Yeah. You know, look at United. Absolute fucking shambles. Um, so it's, we're not alone in that. And, he ha- and, you know, he can't go out and spend 75 million on one defender, I don't think. But, but if he tr- if, I'm sure he'll do something about it, try and do something about yeah. it in the transfer window. Yes. Do you know how many clubs have had more saves, had the goalkeeper had more saves than us this season in the Premier League? None. Three. three. Only three. Only Burnley, yeah. Fulham and West Ham have had sort of goalkeeper make more though. saves. So that sort of shows you just about a huge amount of chances we're con- conceding. Then if you look at sort of teams that have made clean sheets, you've got the following clubs above us this season. Southampton, Everton, Burnley, Bournemouth, Wolves, Newcastle, Leicester, Palace. All those teams taking more clean sheets than us this season. I just think there has to be some sort of argument. He hasn't got like right. I'll explain the that. worst defence like, in history that. to let work expl- with. Let me Hector give you my in. We don't mind. <laughs> you know, David Socrates is brought in. There's, I'll give you my theory. not horrendous. He's brought a £26 million goalkeeper he's shown faith in. Come on. Okay, here's why we don't why those two stats particularly about clean sheets and then because of the way we play and it says for me the way we play is like Liverpool light like Liverpool have perfected it because they've got that they've sorted their defence out it's brilliant but we do what they do which is we take quite a lot of chances about quite difficult particularly passes from midfield to attack if you look, and we did it again against Southampton and, it didn't and, work out so well yeah what I'm saying is yeah. it's the way we play and I think and, and he sticks to it and thank god he sticks to it but it's much more enjoyable to watch than the, than the late Wenger period where, you know the myth of how attractive we were we take risks about our, our passes you know and he's got everyone doing it and I, and I like that and I, you know even like you know and sometimes it doesn't come off so you're giving the ball away more automatically and Liverpool do it as well but they, they're not affected by it so much because they've got this fucking incredible defence all of a sudden both but they were until in recent years Liverpool yeah. were conceding loads they were. but you know because they, and I feel like that's what we're doing and I'd rather do that mm-hmm. play that way than you know than the really tedious play we had in the last few years of Van. I agree with that, but it's an efficiency at both ends of the pitch. Oh, when Liverpool yeah. go forward, they invariably create a chance and score, um, or they normally score anyway with a front. Except they've they have. Have they had a period until the last couple of games where they weren't that great, yeah. even with that. It, it does happen, it? but like yeah. over a period of what, eighteen months now, they've oh, been God, scoring yes, consistently. Yeah, of and then if you look at the back, yes, they've you know, invested one hundred and fifty million in Allison and uh, Van Dijk, yeah. which has helped. Yeah, but he's slowly been building like an actual back five, back six around that. You think of Andy Robertson, their left back. Oh, I think he's tremendous, fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then you've got uh, next to Van Dijk, you've got Lovren, and then at right back you have um, you've got a number of options. 
Williams, you've got Gomez, you've got Klein, uh, and you've got Trent Alexander Arnold. So we need to build a back four in completely, you know, yeah, in oh, a way that Emery wants to, of um, and then try and find that cherry on top who's going to command the back line because. Yeah. Look at it right now. Socrates is kind of doing that, but he's almost like past it a little bit. He's a bit older. Yeah. It would have been nice to have him a few years back. Mustafi, I do not rate in the slightest. No, same. Koscielny's finished. I yeah. think Rob, Rob had a good opportunity. Rob, and that's the tragedy. Yeah. Holding, is the, holding potentially is a yeah. player, you know, playing, he, was, he, he was like sure. week in, week out, every single Absolutely. fucking game. He was well done, Wenger. What a signing. Two million. <laughs> Brilliant. Great All signing. Right. But if you look Great at Liverpool. Well, he's improved. Well done, well done yeah. uh, Emery, for improving hang him on, so hang much. Hang on, hang on. Arsenal played him in the 2017 Cup final against <laughs> yeah, Chelsea. But, Come on, didn't stick with him, did he? Didn't stick with him. Yeah, but look, look at football. Liverpool three years ago. You know, this has been a process for Liverpool. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. absolutely has. Absolutely. And you, yeah. we're Liverpool light right now. You know, hopefully we can become as good as them, but yeah. win trophies unlike them. Yeah, um, but it's going to be a process. And look, everyone Abs- is singing the praises of Jurgen Klopp, but still not won a trophy. And it's taken him three and a half years and half a billion pounds to get to. Where I know. He's I know. Liverpool. Well, so that's not. I think have... what we need is patience. Yes, um, with Emery for sure. Yes. Um, but also just yeah, I think understanding that probably could have been a bit better. Yeah. But it's been pretty good so far. I don't want to get into an argument, but I, I'd, I'd still be I'd be pretty happy right now if I was yeah, a yeah. fan. Let's take a quick break and we'll talk more about Arsenal, Josh, and the year and where we are in the world of football after this. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And we're back from the break. So let, let's, we, we kind of talked about it quite a lot, taking stock of where we are in the, in the Emery period. Um, I mean, you've got to be happy, haven't you, Josh? I'm enjoying going to football and going to watch Arsenal more yeah. than I was six months right. ago. 100% I take that. It's just generally, I've said it before, just going and being in the away end, there's a positivity, there isn't the infighting. It, it's great fun. Going forward, I think we have been more impressive. I, it, I think it is only Man City that scored more goals in the Premier League than us wow. this season. So, yeah. you know, brilliant going forward. Defensively, it's a, it's a concern. But yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, although, you know, probably as I had echoed sentiment on him that, you know, in the last couple of months, maybe there was some over positivity towards the sort of run we were on. But then let's not get too downbeat about, you know, the, no. the defeat against no. Southampton. Um, probably if you would have given us the situation we're in at the beginning of the season, I think we'd probably have to accept it. We're within touching distance of the top four. We've cruised through in Europe. We've seen a couple of youngsters bed through. We're in a quarter final um, of the Carabao Cup with a great opportunity with a home draw. So yeah, I think I think yeah. we'd take this. Yeah. But yeah, what a what a year it's been. Sort of twenty twenty eighteen. And mm. uh, yeah, is it, do you have a do you have a moment that? Sort of well, I know you, you, in your, in your, in your, you were referring to the obvious fact that I was very pleased that Arsene Wenger finally. I presume that's what you're referring to. The moment I, I we all remember where know, we were in 2018. We all, that will be the defining moment will. of Arsenal. We all remember where we were when we recorded a special podcast later that was that very, that very day. That, yeah, we, that? yeah, yourself, me, and Gareth Parker. That was good of us, wasn't it? Um, it was an incredible moment. Yeah, because because I, I never it was like. Um, I'm trying to think of an analogy. It was like something you never quite imagine is really going to happen until you see the headline there, an actual official confirmation from Arsenal. And it broke. It was so unreal. Go on. And it, and it broke in, uh, you know, quite a surprising way, wasn't it? Yeah. It was just on the morning and, you know, there hadn't yeah, been was, a massive yeah, briefing the night sudden, before. It? it was quite yeah. sudden. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it took us by, you know, took us by surprise. But, yeah. but uh, do you know what? It does feel like a long time ago already. It does, and, I, and that's definitely was one of my moments of the year. But I, I feel like it'll be a bit of a. Uh, equally, I was very relieved when we got this manager. 
you know, and not other possibilities that were mooted at the time, let's say. You know, I mean, I had no idea, really, how... I think I, 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 I keep going on about it. I still think he's doing, doing a really, really good job. And I, I can barely conceive of anyone doing much better a job. But, you know, he wasn't number one on my list. But he was definitely, once he was in the mix, um, I thought, you know, that seems to be a good option. Unlike, you know, I would have, I would have been very disturbed by a couple of other possibilities that I mentioned at the time. Um, you know. Why didn't we get free beer? <laughs> When Emery came in, what is it? Good, what does Southampton yeah, we should fans get? I mean, not, I think, I'm happy to if they want to do it. I don't like, think everyone gets a free bid as soon as a new manager arrives. But it's um, a good PR stunt. I mean, for the sake of you know, thirty thousand yeah. people getting oh, yeah, a two pound fifty or three pound drink. Oh, don't get me club. wrong, we, you know, and I'm sure now everyone's going to do it. Well, you get it anyway. What would they do in club level? Eh? Half time. D- Dean, yeah. you and I would really appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. Boyd wouldn't even notice a free another free beer at half time. Yeah, they only trust the elitists to have free drink. That's the thing at Arsenal. Yeah, they don't trust the normal. Do you even have a half time beer? Or do you have a Coke? No, you usually have a no, you have a you know, got red wine maybe. A red wine. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, a red wine, yeah. They so don't choose free a red wine or it's really? the yeah. red wine. That's club uh, that's uh, in the executive. Yeah, that's in like really, really yeah. elitist uh, Diamond one Club. Day, Diamond one whatever day. bullshit club, yeah. So, but um, no, I get uh, usually red wine. wine. I might have a, a bottle of this year they've brought in bottles of beer, which are quite good actually. Quite I think yeah, I don't know what they are, but yeah, but so they put poor pints as well, and there's never been enough historically. Now they've got a lovely person giving you bottles of beer, and that's more efficient. People really want to know this. Well, the bottles detail. have got to be quicker. The bottles are quicker, much quicker, yeah. So I do have some of those occasionally, yeah. But more obviously in the night game as well. So, to, you know, against Spurs this week, we'll, we'll definitely be partaking. You're going, going to Spurs yeah. on Wednesday? Yeah, definitely be partaking of an alcoholic beverage. But what I was going to say was, getting mm. back to the moments of the year. Yes, 2018. Um, him arriving, uh, very exciting. Just the whole excitement of the new broom. So rather than, I'm not, you know, not slagging off, it's sad to see Vega, when there were some brilliant, you know, tributes to him. It was, that was all lovely to see. The whole, that whole period has been incredibly interesting, isn't it? And, and this change is exactly what, and I'm not saying this to try and say I was, we were right all along, those of us who mooted this. It's more, it has delivered exactly what I hoped it would deliver, which is the freshness, the unpredictability you know, apart from this weird situation where actually until this weekend it was predicted we would we would eventually somehow go unbeaten, even though we're not playing that well necessarily, and the whole not winning in the first half would just become a weird the whole that all win us. But in general, the team selections and what you know, what happens week in, week out is incredibly refreshing to me. And those two incredible team goals, let's not forget those, you know, two of the best Team goals that have led, you know, in, in, in we can remember for ages and ages have happened in, this year in, in the in the Emery era. So all of those things are, I think, among the best moments. Yeah, brilliant moments. Dean, I don't think you can look past Wenger leaving. Right, <laughs> twenty two years institution. You know, I really enjoyed. I know it's a bit backward facing, but I really enjoyed the the game at, with Burnley at home. Yeah. The send off of Wenger. Yeah, it was I think great. It was nice to see all the fans come together. I don't recall an, atmos- an atmosphere like that under Wenger for a long time. Um, it was good to see him get applause from you know both sets of players, from the fans, and then come on the pitch and give a, a speech at the end. Um, and that was definitely a moment I'll take away of 2018. Yeah. And it almost signalled you know, changing of the guards. And the cl- way the club handled that was great, wasn't it? Yeah, it was it? great. Yeah. It was fantastic. And you know, I think if you look at all of the clubs around the UK and the other managers and how they respected him, I think Manchester United presented him with a, yeah, it was lovely, a, a yeah. cannon or, or something of the sort yeah. in Manchester. Yeah, Ferguson was there, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, and Fergie was yeah. there, which was great. So I think... Look, it was a nice send-off. It was nice that it ended in that way, as opposed to, you know, last game of the season, we lost and he just went quietly. Yeah. So it was nice that we got to send him off. So I think that's my, my moment of 2018 mm. from an Arsenal perspective. And that was a 5-0 win that day. 
yeah, against yeah. Burnley. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Wanted him to stay at the end of it. <laughs> I found the t-shirt from that day. You remember they gave everyone oh, a t-shirt? t-shirt? I've got a t-shirt. Proudly... I, found, I found three in my cupboard, actually, when I was doing well, some that's clearing just, out. That's just... That's just oh, obviously, I've got, got yeah. the, the two of yeah, us who went... Bastard. Now I was trying to think, who's, who, I've nicked someone. If someone's missing it, if anyone dropped it on the way out of the Emirates, do, do get in touch. Um, oh, yeah, mine's proudly on display. They're not that limited edition, are they? There must be 57,000 of them. Yeah, but that's quite, that's fairly limited, yeah. You should check how much they're going for on eBay. Not as limited as the Supreme gear that you walk in in every week. Nothing's as limited as the Supreme top, obviously. (laughs) Um, But what's your, what's your moment? It's the same, of course, it's the the moment of him leaving. Uh, For me, I I, I think I was so so fond of the the man that when we went to Madrid for that European semi-final, the second leg, I'd I don't know if I'd really believed it. I just sort of thought, well, this can all st- this can all still end in glory and wonder in a, in a European final, and and that was the saddest moment. The last away game I went to of last season, sitting in sort of Madrid sort of stadium, just thinking, yeah. well, this is this is how it all ends, really, um, and being quite quite sad about it. So. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? You know, you, you mentioned Ferguson going back to Old Trafford there and being involved in the presentation to Wenger. And Ferguson was actually back there fairly soon after, you know, spotted in the stands. I think he was even at the game at Anfield at, at the Yeah, weekend. he was, yeah, looking mightily pissed off. Yeah, there was that brilliant I shot wonder, of him when, next when to... When do you think we'll ever see Arsenal? Do you think he'll ever come? Well, it's weird, isn't it? It's well, weird. it's not weird. It's sort of... Un- you'd expect that he But Ferguson wouldn't. was right back in there. He's spending a lot of time there. in London. I know he is. I know yeah, he's sort of yeah. spending a lot of time in London at the moment. And yet... What? He has Do to, you think he'll ever come? What would he come back for? Well, I think it's slightly odd. In, I think a few things are odd, but he's kind of different, though, isn't it? Because Fergie retired. Whereas yeah, Wenger's Wenger. still looking right. For work yeah, that's true. Though. I guess so. But if, he must don't come forget, back. Wenger said he was going to be looking for a job and expected something by around yeah. the new year. Well, I was so. going to mention that. No, that was the two things. Two weird things. Are one, he hasn't been anywhere near getting a job. Well, you don't know that. Mm. I, I got, well, I I got told. He, well, I got told by a pretty good source he'd been offered a, a couple what, like of something in China or something. No, in Europe. In Europe, really? there've been office opportunities and, and, and not wanted to take it. I do believe, but he'll not take like, a lower, job. like maybe lower, uh, not nothing, not a not a top level club. Not like mean, Tamworth. Maybe, I mean, no proper proper European jobs. Tam- I think he'll, I think he'll be he <laughs> like will be back in football. Something. Wouldn't it be amazing if if somehow he took a club and he brought them back to us? You see, I can't. I it would be Great. incredible, but I can't conceive of it. You see, I mm. uh, you know, do you know what I mean? I, I, and I feel I almost wonder whether he can conceive it either. That's part, uh, you know, partly why I think it is weird that. I think it must be odd for him to conceive of managing another club that is going to end up coming to Arsenal. I just don't know if it's going to happen. Like other clubs and presidents and you know chief execs of other clubs around the world is great. They rate him super. Oh yeah, highly. sure. If we look at it from a different perspective and through a different lens, you know he's going to be one sought after manager. I but, know he's not had great success in Arsenal in the last few years, but um, realistically, I think the majority of clubs in Europe, aside from probably Real Madrid, Barcelona, PSG would take a serious look at Wenger. Um, obviously, Man City, there's no need. Um, but a lot of these clubs would take a serious look at him. Uh, and I'd love to see him, you know, end up at somewhere like Bayern Munich, mm. uh, potentially. Yeah. Um, it would be, be great to see. Yeah, I mean, there, there was a talk in the papers last week, wasn't there? Obviously, Ivan Gazidis has gone to uh, Milan, Milan yeah. who well, incredibly was... went out of the Europa League in, in quite <laughs> odd fashion yeah. um, last Thursday night, despite getting 10 points, actually, in their group. 
and there was this talk, you know, in the press about you know Gazidis uh, bringing over Wenger, but it never seemed that their relationship was that brilliant that that would make a natural no, move. But no. it would be an, Cause, cause an amazing story. But that was that's been rumoured for for a mm. while, hasn't it? And I didn't ever understood that either because didn't effectively Gazidis kind of engineered his departure, exactly, didn't he? Yeah. Really? I mean, you know, the best thing he's ever. I mean, you know, I'm not without wanting to speak too horrible, but I, I, that was a good thing. That what, did, what did you think of Gazidis and his time at Arsenal? I mean, I always felt like he was part of the. It, I was going to mention this actually. I always felt he was part of a hierarchy that seemed complete. Completely, you know, at fault for a lot of, you know, it's been so long. It took that the decision to, in the end, get rid of Wenger took way too long, didn't it? They should have been much more decisive earlier. But I give him some credit for. I think with if he hadn't have finally pushed him aside and kind of got, and he did get in, didn't he? The the um, the kind of members of the hierarchy we've got in now in terms of the scouting and the the muslin tats and all of that. That was him. So I have to give him some credit for it. But it, uh, what, my, what I was going to say was, you asked him that question. I mean, in the whole late period of Wenger, of course, one of the big things we kept, everyone kept, Arsenal fans kept saying was, well, the whole club was rotten from top to bottom, mm. from Cronky downwards. But now I feel, I wonder if that was actually true. I wonder now, and I'm not now, I'm not recounting the whole thing. I'm not suddenly Mr. Pro Stan Cronky. He's still, you know, silent Stan, who's now owns the whole club and, Never communicates and doesn't have to communicate with us, and that feels wrong. But equally, they did. They got this manager in, whether that was Gazidis or whoever, who's doing a great job. And I, you know, I don't think there are many better alternatives. And you know, we've bought, we've invested quite a lot of money. Torreira is one of the best signings for years and years and years. You know, maybe they'll give him money in January. Who knows? But do you know what I mean? I feel like that whole idea that the club was rotten from lots of bottom has kind of been gone away a bit now and I don't feel but like because it, it stemmed heavily from the manager yeah sure right and, and so, people's you know animosity towards him and feeling like it was stagnant and stale but Cronky and we as well I wonder whether in the end I mean I'm almost maybe like maybe people have just accepted it because yeah. really what can you do you, right. can, you can put pressure in the stand and the owner might take some action against the manager but not, the owner's not going to no. decide to leave because of, he's sitting X thousand miles away in America yeah. worried about some songs you know in the away end at Brighton or wherever we are and I feel like also, I feel like now we'll get to see what the what the investment is really going to be. Like I always felt with Wenger there was a reluctance on his part to spend any fucking money. I mean, you know, the famous season where he bought absolutely no one. I don't, I don't, I don't feel we're going to get that with this normal manager. And I feel I, I'd be but amazed if he didn't get money. He was asked about it in the sort of after the game, and his his comments very much sent you know, around this. It's it's never an easy time to make purchases. Sure. We're only going to be taking a player if we feel they're above and beyond what He's we've got. That, uh, you know, we need to give opportunities to young players. It wasn't at all the sentiment of. But no one ever says that, do they? No, no well, manager ever Marie- says, "I'm going to well, go." And spend- Mourinho, Mourinho is literally. Oh, well, he's oh, I a need some centre backs. So he's a maniac. Non-stop. All right, he's a maniac. Yeah, but I, I, the proof of pudding is what, what he actually does, isn't it? But we'll see because yeah, um, we'll a lot of people thought it was Wenger. Um, now yeah. Wenger's gone. Yeah. A lot of people thought it was Gazidis. Yeah. Gazidis is gone. Yeah. So <laughs> if we still have the same issues that persisted for many years, we can then look to the ultimate top of the club. Um, but I think fundamentally, Wenger and Gazidis was never going to work because the hierarchy was never established. Gazidis should have been Wenger's boss. Yeah. The reality is Wenger <laughs> almost hired Gazidis. Yeah. Um, so now we've got rid of that hierarchy and we've got um, an actual hierarchy in place where there's people above Emery who will call the shots. You know, hopefully the structure will be, you know, a bit better moving forward and decisions will be made a lot more decisively without the manager, you know, umming and ahhing mm. and a lot of that sort of taken mm. out of his hands with that committee that we have now that are sort of scouting players yeah. and negotiating their, their fees. And let's not forget, he, bought, he did bought five players even before, you know, in, in this, this, for this season. So, I mean, it's... Yeah, not, not a huge expense. That hasn't been huge money splashed out. huge, but... 
But yeah, good look, recruitment. I 25, mean, 26 million is not yeah. in this day and age, yeah. you know, huge money. If you look at, you know, as Dean mentioned, that Liverpool's expenditure on just a, no, a centre back and a goalkeeper. That's a lot of money. So, yeah, I mean, what do you hope for for 2019 then? If you're, if you're making a, a Christmas all wish, all I want is all you want for Christmas. All I want is, for Christmas, all I want for 2019 is for us to be competing to be in the top four right at the end of the season. That's all I ask. I think, you know, and I'd love to win, you know, the Europa or the, or the Carabao or FA Cup. I'd love to win a cup. I think, he's, I think you know, obviously, there's lots of things have to happen. in the. We've got a good draw in the, in the Europa, haven't we? We've played Barté Borisov. Barté last year we beat 6-0. <laughs> right, they are shit. So, you think, you know, we've got a good chance. I, I do think, and he that's his expertise, isn't it? He's brilliant at winning that fucking cup. So, yeah. you'd think we've had a good chance of that. But I think if we won a cup, Whatever one it is, I mean, Europa will be great because then you get into the Champions League. And if we got into the top four, if we're, if we're competing to get into the top four, by the end of the season, I'm absolutely thrilled with that. If, if I offered you right now, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll be in a final, not telling you if we're yeah. going to win it, we'll be in a final, yeah. we're going to come fifth by three points. What, would I, like would I be happy it. with that? Yeah, we're going to yeah. make a final. I would be, I, be, I, would be I would applaud the manager's performance. You think that's a good effort? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Dean? I think I, I want to see more on the performance side. Okay. Um, I want to see an improvement defensively. I want to see an improvement in the in the structure in the next six uh, to nine months because I think that's going to be fundamental to our success in the next four or five years. You know, we could win a trophy next year. It'd be great. Europa League, you know, he's a specialist in that competition. But I think we need to see some like fundamental changes in how we defend as a team if we're going to have any kind of long-term success. So that's what I'm going to be looking for mm, from a performance yeah. standpoint. And then hopefully off the back of that, we you know, we'll go on and win trophies and get in the top four. I feel similar to you, Dean, actually, in that we for the second half of the season, uh, we're not actually quite in 19 games yet, we're 17 games in, but for the second half of the season, first of all, we've got to win a first half because it will play on the players' minds. I know that we've gone on and recovered it and we've come a second time. Yeah. It incredible. must be playing on the players' minds because mm. we've even, you know, that Bournemouth away game when we had 30 seconds left of the <laughs> half and the ball was, you know, bang the other end, somehow we still managed yeah, to get caught ridiculous. in the break and, and do it. So that's going to play. And look, defensively, you know, we, we've got to tire up. There is an element that usually... Uh, are we unlucky? You know, Man United are kind of out of the top four race, it feels like, for the for the time being. Yeah, well, I'm not convinced. City and Liverpool are a different level to everyone else. Yeah. And unfortunately for us, Spurs and Chelsea are both having pretty good seasons. And, yeah. you know, in a, in a different season, maybe you get away. And, you know, we're on track to get, you know, a certain number of points that in, in a decent number of seasons would actually get you in the top four. But it might just not be enough. If, you know, mirroring what we've which done. Which is why it's fine. I feel it's fine. Which is why, which is my, yeah. if we improve, the, you know, we start winning the first half. We, we let in, you know, we can start conceding fewer goals. You know, yeah, I think I think we'll have to take that because look, we were six by you know, we were, I think we only got sixty. Was it sixty three points last season? It was a pretty. Poor, I mean, we were six for the whole pretty, season. Pretty, pretty poor total to me, without checking the facts. Yeah, and it felt you, like we were never ever going to go seventh or fifth. But we and it went the other way that the priority became Europe. Yeah. you know that the players yeah. you know were being rested for Premier League games. So yeah. um, we'll we'll have to see how it goes. But yeah, I I I just hope for that as well. Defensive stability, an improvement. You know, but, especially, but and the a whole to win a trophy. But we're all feeling optimistic, and the whole big effort you wish for, gang. I'm sorry, that was ludicrous, and it's been absolutely beyond all doubt proven. This was it's the not thing been to beyond all doubt. Yes, it has. No, you it can't. Hasn't. You can't possibly. What? I'm what? not down on him. I, I think I've enjoyed going. No, no, to, no, going no, to no, a, I'm not saying he's perfect. Can't say beyond all doubt. Beyond all doubt, the situation we're in is okay. great. But we're in a great situation. In three years' time, we might have finished fifth. 
sixth, fifth, not I'm, won a trophy. I'm not, I'm is that beyond right all now. doubt wonderful success? Like, he hasn't done anything yeah, yet. But, but that's not, none of that is be careful wish for, is it? The be careful what you wish for mob, and you're included in this, were predicting that without the, the gold of Wenger to, to sort this team out, we're going to end up halfway I'm down the league. Sure or even, that. yes, people were, Josh. You don't you forget, that was your whole argument. The no, whole argument. argument was we don't want to reach a No, my thing, argument was I didn't want him to leave. For mob it was, wasn't. It could all go horribly wrong. It's definitely not gone horribly wrong, is it? It's not gone horribly wrong. It, I don't think no, I was... It's the opposite. You can admit I it. Was admit not, it. No, hang on. I was not in this... It's great. I was, you know... I never said there's no one else out here who could take this, this football club forward. People I didn't feel did. that, you who know, you three get? years ago, People four did. years ago, when we were sitting here with Dan Baldwin, and, you know, People we, we should definitely get Dan back on. Well, you yeah. know, we're sitting there... Um, you know, going the thing I had to go four years ago that it was, you know, this this disaster. You know, be careful what you wish for. I, I, I get the, the the argument you're coming from, but Admit until it. we see a huge success, no, over the over the you're next couple the of years, no, I don't see no, it. No, no, no. we haven't had a huge success. Well, we were it? never going to do any worse no. than last year, boys. We could have done. That was the whole theory of the of, of no. your mob. Was we, we finished we're sixth do worse. with sixty three points. Oh, with I know. Respect was, to the rest of the Premier no, League, still said it. He came in at a great time. If we'd got Arteta, believe me, we could have ended you up. You don't know. We could we have gone know. backwards. How can you be careful what you wish for? How do you know? I don't know. I'm saying it could have been, but this is the situation is we, we thank God we weren't careful what we wish for. I mean, what we've got talking is great. Like we're talking I think my main league. issue with that is, is that after every time, yeah, every game that we win, I just see on Twitter, oh, be careful what you wish for, mob. Yeah, I'm, I'm in either way. It, it's like, do you know what? It probably fifth. It, look, fifth is exactly par. We are on up. par at the moment. And like, if we come fourth, that's above par. Yeah. Fifth is par. Sixth is under par. But we're better that's than... We're definitely, you know I, I, we're better than I think It feels, yeah, yeah, we're better. Last year we were doing six. Right. We couldn't win away. So this has been better. But we're a better season than last year. <laughs> I'll agree with you. But barring disaster, surely we give him a bit of a free hit this year. There should be like no real measurement yeah, in place this year. Absolutely. We should just allow him to, you know, get his team together, give him a couple of transfer windows. I know in this day and age we have to see immediate success but like I, can't, I get it um, and I know it's hard to measure oh should we have kept Wenger if he finishes 7 or 8 this year I, I don't think we can measure it I think give him two seasons maybe three and then we, and then we can turn around and measure against what, three years of Wenger and yeah. three years of Emery but it's too early to say it's very yeah far too early to it's say too early to say uh, but we didn't need to be careful what we wished for anyway <laughs> we've got a lot of predictions to get through Is it, I insist on all of these games to predict I'm afraid because that's the format of the, sh- of the podcast how far are we going well we're going to go all the way up to um, the next podcast is what on the 7th so I'm afraid we have to even we include might have a special guest game. for that we're not going to say who, who we're playing <laughs> yeah we're not going to say who our special guest potentially no, you, in case it doesn't you fixed up a very exciting possible special guest yeah I mean yes unless we get bumped if there's more I mean he is a busy, man. A busy more, man let's just say he's in the world of politics yeah leave it at that um, so people are going to think it's Corbyn it's not Corbyn it's not Corbyn no <laughs> another Arsenal sporting person in politics. Um, not, let's... not Lord Winston either, for those <laughs> wondering. Lord Winston, we should get Lord Winston. Why have we got Lord Winston on? We'll get Lord Winston. Come on. We're, that, we're years late on that one. Should, when Ben's back, Ben must be back in the country, shouldn't he? At some point, he's got to come back. Maybe next, April next time. We'll sort it out uh, for anyway, sure. Anyway, okay. Arsenal Burnley, 12.30. Spurs, Saturday. you're not going to do Spurs? Oh my God, we've got the, the, the bloody Carabao Cup. Jesus I know Christ. you're busy with shows, but come on, we <laughs> no, can't I'm the North that much, yeah. Um, oh, that's, yeah. I what mean, I've already then? said I think we'll win. Um, I think it'll be 2-1. Dean? 2-1 Arsenal. Arsenal on penalties after a one-all draw. Okay. Is it the, can we go, it goes to penalties after 90 minutes, doesn't it? That's good. I think it does. Someone said that on Twitter and I, I believe them. <laughs> oh, I might be, you might be right. Yeah. I mean, you probably are right. I can't right. take extra time. Bloody. Oh, no, you are right. You are right. Yeah. You're right. There's yeah. been no, no. So just 1-1, one, one, penalties and Leno. Who are playing goal, actually? I don't know. 
Czech, probably. Czech, presumably, yeah. Penalty-saving hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden. Um, right, so we're going to win that. Um, Burnley in the, in the league, 12.30 Saturday. Well, Burnley, I have I mean, been very, hope. very poor this season. 2-0 Arsenal. 3-1 Arsenal. I'm going to say um, 4-1 Arsenal. We're not going to keep a clean sheet. We can't keep a clean sheet, clearly. Um, and, oh, my God, we've got Boxing Day. Brighton away, away at Brighton. I went to this last year, last Premier League. I should go to. I, love, I should go to Brighton away. Yeah, because I used to live in Brighton. Yeah, yeah. Well, why aren't you going? What are you doing, Boxing Day? Um, I haven't thought about it. Yeah, maybe I'll try and sort that out. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a tough one, isn't it? I feel it might be a draw. Yeah, one-one for me. Okay, I'm going to go to all. Uh, Two on Arsenal. Okay. And then I'm dreading this one. Liverpool away. Well, I'm not. I'm, that, it's very exciting, isn't it? We're playing Liverpool, but. They are they're they're not only that they unbeaten and they're now also playing us really well as well, which they weren't even like a month ago. Oh, it's difficult, isn't it? It's hard hard to see if we're looking defensively what we were looking yesterday that we'll yeah. be able to keep it out. I think a four two defeat. I think a three one defeat. Yeah, four one defeat. Four one defeat. It's going to be difficult because they've got a home game two days before against Newcastle, and then they play us. Whereas we've got an away game to Brighton down on the south coast, and we've got all the way up to Liverpool two days later. Oh, I wouldn't worry about travel these days. What well, they, the amount of injuries, the amount, <laughs> the amount of Come injuries on. that we have, you know, I think we're going to really struggle up there. But yeah. if we can win the games leading up to that point, yeah, if we get beat there, there's no shame. Yeah. Oh no, no, might well win the title this year. Never know. Yeah. Hopefully not. <laughs> You're really anti-Liverpool, aren't you, Dean? And then we've got <laughs> New Year's Liverpool Day. Uh, yeah, New Year's Fulham. Day, Fulham. That should have goals home, as well. Right? Yeah. Fulham, I'll say 3-1 to the Gunners. I say, um, I think we might finally keep a clean sheet. I say 2-0. <laughs> I'll go 3-1. Same with you, Josh. Okay. Common and finally, and then, finally... Is it Blackpool in the Cup? Yeah. Is that been, what the Blackpool have beaten Solihull Moors, have they? Is that, oh my gosh. <laughs> it says to be decided. I think it's got this to be decided still on my calendar. Yeah, so we can't, yeah. We can't When's that game? game? It must be very soon. Uh, let's Come on, Solihull. Uh, realistically, we should beat both of those. Sides, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you need. Yeah, we can still predict it, even though it's. It's tomorrow, the Blackpool oh, Solihull Moors okay. replay. Okay. Uh, I remember going to Blackpool actually. Do you remember Jens Lehmann came back for one fixture oh, after yeah. he'd been away from oh, the yeah, club for a long insane. time? That was, that was a wonderful incredible. time to be yeah. in the away end. Mad Jens back for a sort of one off. Yeah. It was almost like Folk a hero. testimonial kind of event. Yeah. So that was fun. Uh, but yeah, hopefully, you know, whichever of those teams. And then we'll be uh, hopefully off and away to another good cup run. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll, I'm confident we'll win that. We can't predict yeah. a game. We, we can't predict a game. No, that would be, even uh, by my standards. I mean, even doing these is nonsense. I know. Of course it's nonsense. <laughs> so there we go. Um, Where are you for Christmas, Boyd? Where's the? Uh... I'll be in Muswell Hill with my uh, my brothers. Yeah, you? Uh, I'm going to Israel for a week. Are so, you? So, yeah, I'll be Bethlehem. Um, tribute to uh... unlikely to be in Bethlehem. <laughs> I'd have thought more, more Tel Aviv, but um, okay. Between the two, I'll let you know. Yeah. Hopefully, following the Arsenal results from uh, from there. Do you get to watch the matches from? Of course, there? yeah. Oh, okay. Dean, where will you be? Here in London. Yeah, nothing exciting. Okay, sadly. I love the Christmas period, though, the Christmas football period. Game every, 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 day. every three days. Yeah. Well, and even on the days Arsenal aren't playing, there's games on the telly. Yeah. It's a great time. It's yeah. a great time of year. It's a feast. Should be going to Brighton. Oh, cool. Up to Liverpool good. As well. Great. Oh, good excellent. time of year to go and watch football. Yeah, really good. No work the day after. 
Josh, thank you for all your sterling work. Even though um, you didn't need to be careful what you wished for, um, you've been a legend. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute joy doing this podcast in 2018. I can only hope for equal fun in 2019. Thanks to all our listeners, our loyal listeners. Thanks for not slugging us off every week too much. Um, And, you know, yeah. We get very little abuse, I would say. I get a little bit. If anyone wants to leave a review on iTunes. Oh, yeah, rate and review. We never say that. Everyone says that. Everyone else doing mm. podcasts tells yeah. you to leave a review. It's a good point. But don't be horrible. Only leave a review if it's five stars. I don't want anyone saying, you know, he keeps going on about, be careful what you wish for and, you know, reliving the thing. I've only done that. Apparently that helps you lift up the rankings in, in iTunes and all that. A rate and review, You probably know more about that. It absolutely does, yeah. 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 Tremendous. So are we back on, what is it, the 8th? January of 7th, January 7th. I believe. Are you back from Israel then? Absolutely, so. yeah. I'm back oh, and Thank looking God. forward to our special guest, potentially. Oh, yeah, our special guest. There we go. Thanks to Dean AFC Camden. Thank um, you. And we'll be back. Yeah, have a great Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy... Um, it's Rosh Hashanah's finished, isn't it? Yeah. Hanukkah. 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 Which Hanukkah. was the week before yeah. last. Hanukkah. Just festive greetings, I festive think Festive greetings. Bye. <laughs> Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.